You're listening to Home Team, where reporters and editors go from behind the keyboard to in front of the mic to talk high school sports in central Massachusetts. Home Team, a podcast from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm executive editor Dave Nordman, joined again every week by sports editor Jim Wilson to talk a little bit about high school sports. Welcome, Jim. Dave, what's happening? So let's, uh, where do you want to start? You, you, you know, we had, we had a nice little topical thing last week. Let's get back to the polls. Rich has the, uh, Rich Garvin put out the, his polls yesterday uh, for boys basketball and girls basketball. Chris Kind had his polls out on Monday for boys hockey. So let's, let's break uh, down some uh, teams and players. Flip a coin. Uh, let's let's flip it. Okay, that's the, uh, the phantom flip. Where are we starting, Jim? Let's, let's start with boys basketball. Boys basketball. So uh, the the top ten has changed, but it hasn't really changed at the top, has yeah, it? Yeah, no. I mean, St. John's is is, is uh, Rich's number one, and rightly so. They're thirteen and one, and they they you know, they just been doing you know they play a tough schedule, and they've been overcoming these wins, you know, these games every game. So they they they're where they everybody thinks they are. Uh, Sutton's uh, number two again, and, and uh, Rich was telling me he was uh, he was looking he was talking to a couple people at some games, and they were like, "Why is Sutton so high?" I mean, Bryson Grennan, great Tra- player. Trey Grennan. That's that's pretty much there, and I think once the like the Clark tournament starts up, and people a lot more people, like Whitesville Christian on Friday with uh, going to Vanderbond, who's going to BC, seven feet tall. See what they can do against them. I think there'll a lot more people be talking about him. I think Rich is uh, Rich is right on with how good Sutton is in terms of, uh, and I think when, like I said, once the Clark tournament happens and more people see that, they see how good their backcourt is. I think a lot of people are going to agree with uh, the Sammies at number two. Again, Jim Wilson breaking down the Telegram and Gazette uh, top ten for boys basketball, starting at the top. Top with St. John's, number two, Sutton. Where do we go from there, Jim? Uh, South, number three. He has himself moving up to uh, to number five from number five from last week. I think uh, South is, you know, again, I always say it, every, the mark of a good uh, Central Mass season for me is how good the Inter High is. Mm-hmm. I think they give, you know, night in and night out some of the best basketball they have. Uh, going against some of those mid-watch teams, they always they play a Central Mass Conference a lot. So I think a lot of people will be seeing, seeing about them. Damien Joseph, he leads the Inter High. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you could drop a few names. Like, Love the drop when, names. When you, when you think of self. And you know what? Let's talk about, like, just real quick, some of the some of the – because, the, you know, the Inter High, whether it be self, Doherty, Burncoat, um, you know, they all have great players this year. Yeah, exactly. I think, like I said, you know, it, it's, it's – uh, they might not have the most gaudy records. Like South is eleven and three, but you know I think. Uh, so looking through, looking through your top ten, just kind of looking across the table here, you've got South checking in in Rich's poll at number three, Doherty at number six. Uh, you know, North was in there. He they got bounced yeah. out the, the poll this week, but they're in there last week. I think you know, uh, Burncoats is young, but they, you know they're going to be a name. You know, a lot of younger players, new coach. And then you talk about uh, you know smaller programs like Maine South, who had a heck of a run in the home team tournament. Exactly last right. Year. I think you know, and it, you go. In terms like that, they always play like you know teams like South and Worcester. Worcester City. That's why I love the home. Not to shill for our own little tournament, but I think uh, February vacation. <laughs> be there. <laughs> the, the, I mean, South and Worcester Tech won the won the state title last year. I think there's a lot of talent. In so drop some drop some names. You mentioned uh, Damian Joseph from South. Damian who, who Joseph, are the other he's averaging over 18. Yeah, some of the other players guys. to watch about in the uh, uh, North High has uh, you know you look at the top ten in the Inter High. North has three of them in Oscar Pizarro. Uh, Eli Guivas and Kevin Do- Kevin Donovan Donvillain. I think uh, like I said, Al Petway has some talent on his team, and and I'm going to say it. Every, I say this every year, but North when they when they're in the tournament, they're going to be a team that nobody wants to match up against because they're tough, they're well coached, they they play a really 
brutal schedule, which sort of indicates how you know if their record's down, it's because they've played good good tournament good good teams that are also in the tournament. They're not one of those guys that you know go out and face. We'll rather have a you know twenty point blowout win and go into the tournament eighteen and three, then get bounced in the second round when we start playing some good talent. They're going to be up there. Yeah. So mention uh, kind of shifting gears to the mid watch. Uh, if we want to kind of turn our turn our attention away from the inter high, um, in you know checking in uh, Lemonster at number four and Shrewsbury at number five, two very good teams. And they just played each other the other day. And Shrewsbury came up with a one point win. So I think uh, there you know Lemonster's ten, was was ten and two going into yesterday, and Shrewsbury's eleven and two. So I think uh, you know we'll see we can see a lot more. You know these teams play twice a year. They'll probably split. I think they're you know, both teams are very talented. Uh, John West uh, is, is, you know him from he's one of the best baseball players in the state. He's he's also a fantastic basketball player. He's a super teamer on both teams for us last year. Uh, he's averaging 22 points a game. I'm sure I don't have the stats in front of me as far as like rebounds and assists and everything, but he's definitely averaging a double double a game. He's just a machine off the off the, the rebounds. Uh, Trent Mascara, who just missed a few games for Wachusett, but he's up on the top of the list with a 23.8. Wachusett not having a season they usually do, but I think they're they're a very talented team, and uh, they, if they if they make the tournament, they'll be a tough out too. You know, one of Mascara. You know, you talk about Wachusett with you know with uh, you know um, with uh, Mascara averaging you know over 23 points a game. You know, one one of the things uh, looking at the uh, the home team standings uh, on Telegram.com. Uh, another shameless plug, but you know, a team like Lemons who has uh, such depth in their roster. Talk about some of their players. Um, I think they probably have, you know, at least two, three players uh, averaging double figures. Yeah, I think that's what you look at first. I think they have, you know, J.P. Polino is in uh, Trevin LeBlanc. They're averaging about 14, a little over 14 points a game each. Uh, you know, Liam Conacher, he's averaging 11.8 points a game for them. That's a, just a tough, and I think, you know, a couple couple uh, weeks ago, they had a, they had a couple big uh, uh, freshmen Played really well for him. I think they, so. They're getting some balance scoring from everybody. So I think they're going to be tough. To, you know, who do you match up against? You have, right. you have a guy like John Wesley Shrewsbury. He's going to be obviously you want to put most of your attention on that guy. But Lemister has like three or four guys that can really carry the load every every night. And before we talk about a couple of Swickle teams, um, and we talk about Bartlett and teams like Tantasqua, uh, talk about not a Midwatch A team, but uh, a Midwatch, I believe, Midwatch B team in, in Westboro. In Westboro, uh, yeah, Midwatch, you know. Westboro is, is another. We talk about those teams with uh, – that play tough schedules. They, you know, they play Hoppington. You know, a couple. You know, they're they're really they go outside Central Mass and find some good guys. They play a lot of Midwatch A teams. Uh, you know, great great coaching over there, and I think they're going to be uh, a team to watch. Especially that we talked about the Clark tournament earlier. They're going to be probably one of my favorite teams to watch there. Alex Badger, he's averaging 15 points a game. He's leading the Midwatch B right now. And, and the Jackson th- Katz. Yeah. And that's a guy you mentioned, Badger. And, and again, you know, being a stats guy, looking at him and saying, you know, he is a guy he can really throw it up from the outside. Yeah, he's you know he's at, he's has 26 three pointers this year. I think it's a uh, he's a he's a sort of guy you got to watch. Where is he at the court at all times? I think he's going to be you know a lot of his offense obviously goes through Westbro, but you know like I said the, we talked earlier they have like like Lemons, they have a lot of good scores on the team. Bassin Hussein he's averaging a little under 10 points a game, but he's going to be tough. You know, it's like one of those guys. Like if you you want to put two guys on Badger every every play, that's fine. They love that because then you have a couple more plays that can really score. All right, the so so real quick, uh, wrapping up um, boys basketball. Uh, talk about a couple other teams. Uh, 
Bartlett, Tentasqua, um, both teams, you know, Bartlett's having a great season. I think they only have one loss and then Tentasqua, um, you know, uh, again, you know, maybe, maybe two losses all season. So two teams with like great records who are showing up in the, in, in the home team poll. Yeah. Well, let's get Bartlett. In other words, we talk about the Clark teams. They're up there as well. Uh, Tony Peranto has his usual, let's, uh, let's try to score a hundred every game. And, and they, they, more often than not, they come close. They have, uh, we talked to, like I said, not to beat on the drum, but they, we, they talk about those teams that have balanced scoring. They have three guys that are averaging over 15 points a game, and another guy, Wilson Abar, is averaging over 10 for them. And, you know, and Colin Minerick is he's averaging eight. So I think that's a, a real high end scoring form. We got Brandon Boucher and Dylan Grand Mason. Uh, Logan Peronto just went over 1,000 points in scoring for his career. So I think, uh, you know, they're, they're just a loaded guy. All those guys I just mentioned are over 15 points a game. For and them. real quick, uh, turning our attention to Tantasqua. You know, another uh, another you know storied program who's had some great success over the years. They don't have anybody like lighting it up, but as a team, they seem to be seem yeah. to be playing really. And you well. show you show uh, on Wednesday night they play, played a uh, Doherty team real tough. They lost by a point. I think that's uh, you know going back to you know what, ten years ago when they were in the state championships. They uh, that was a mark on that team. They played you know at the time the Swickle was down. They didn't even get the, t- the talent they wanted to face, but they're a really good team. And I think. Uh, Going outside of Swickle, finding those mid-watch A teams, finding those teams in the city that really uh, will give them uh, give them a battle. I think that shows, like I said, you mentioned their balance going you know, between not only Joe Graca but you know Troy Lee and Griffin Polga, William Przinski, Mike Lucas. They all they're all you know averaging all close to ten points a game. I think that's really key for the Warriors. Yeah, and uh, you know we 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 broke down uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the teams, but uh, let's uh, let's talk briefly about some of the the best players in Central Mass, some of the scoring leaders that maybe aren't showing up um, in the top ten poll. So you know, talk about some of the other players uh, to watch, whether it be somebody on a uh, you know a small school, a team not that's not in the right. In the top like 10. Chris Klingenberg, who writes our, who took over our, our uh, mid watch basketball column this winter from Mike Richard, who did a great job with it. Uh, he just featured L.J. Hicks from Murdoch. I think he is, uh, you know, he's he's averaging almost thirty points a game for the Blue Devils, and like you said, they're they're not getting the wins like a St. John's or a Sutton or a Southwell, but he is a is a phenomenal talent. Uh, you, know, you know, I mean, just. Anybody can go to our website. You can read, you know, you can read, you know, we break it down by division, but we also break it down by, uh, we boil it all into one. So you can yeah, see who the, who the, you know, who are the scoring leaders in all of Central Mass. And LJ Hicks, like you mentioned, right at the top of the list, averaging, uh, you know, I can read like anybody else, 26.6 points a game. That's just, that's good on any team. Right, exactly. I think that having that just, you know, that, that shows me that a lot of teams, because obviously he's, he's doing well. Every team going into Murdoch's going to stop the guy. Nobody can. Yeah, and West West Boylston's got uh, got a uh, yeah. I've try just, try that one. Let's his see what his you got. name his <laughs> name uh, his name doesn't. Uh, it, it's on the tip of my tongue, but maybe you, you remember who it you is. You know, it's Amy Dag- Dagwith. I hope I'm doing that right because I always get the. Uh, the coach always sends in the last name, so I'm hoping that's that's right. I apologize if it's not. Right. But he just last night he went over a thousand points for his career. He's averaging twenty two point eight. Uh, he's right ahead of Jack O'Neill from Leicester, another guy. If you were you you, listening to the podcast in the fall, you, you heard you, me talk about you, him a lot in football. You mentioned Justin Vanderbon. You know another another great Boston College guy. He's yeah. going he's going to Division One. He's getting Boston College College. Seven feet tall. Right. You yeah. can't teach that. Twenty one point six points a game. I know. And and you know, kind of uh, ending on this note, you know, you look at a guy like. Uh, 
a guy, you know, uh, Coleman Picard, who, you know, um, has been a Telegram Gazette baseball all-star. Yeah. He's been a Telegram Gazette uh, soccer all-star as a goalie, goalie I believe. Yep. And now he's now here he is having a great basketball season. I love the uh, the traditional three sports stars. And, you know, he's, he's averaging almost 20 points a game for the Rockets. And I think uh, that says a lot because, you know, this day and age when people want to um, – Want to want to want to you know specialize on one sport? I don't know what what the deal is. So right. I think I think that's uh, that's that's I think that the better athletes are going to be more versatile like that. All right. We will uh, let's let's toggle a little bit here and uh, take a break, and we'll come back in a couple of minutes and uh, and break down the ghoul, uh, the girls hoop scene. Home team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. All right, Jim, we're back at it. Uh, Time to shift gears a little bit here from boys basketball to girls basketball. You know, uh, you broke down the top 10 for uh, on the boys side. Um, Let's just start the conversation by, um, you know, with every conversation, it seems like every time we talk about girls basketball, it always starts with what choose it at the top. The last couple of years, it's been it's been what choose. I was talking to Rich earlier when he was trying to, you know, bouncing, bouncing names back with the poll. Uh, and it's there's a tremendous. I don't want, well. It, it, you get you get like you know, the, the top three or four teams, and it's it's Wachusett by far and away. Especially since they've beaten Holy Name twice this year. Holy Name's number two in our poll. It's been that way all year. Um, but it's just Wachusett in a class by itself. And then you have you know there's some very good teams like Holy Name, Marlboro, Milbury. I think Neshoba can be in that conversation. Then there's like a third tier of like you know the six through ten teams and a couple other teams like that. Who's uh, really established themselves as being as being the elite class of Central Mass? But watch who's it with with Bell Bell Lanfer. I think they're uh, they reloaded a lot from last year, but they picked up. You know, they, they just they're rolling along. Yeah, and uh, so uh, everybody seems to know about what choose it, but kind of uh, scrolling down the list there, you know, uh, Holy Name having a great season in in Rich's uh, poll uh, on our website, uh, you know, checking in at number two um, with a lot of talent on that roster as well. Yeah, Janie Edmonds, she's uh, I think she's you know second in Division One scoring right behind Landfer. I think she's you know been doing it for the last couple of years for for. Uh, for holy name, I think you know Barry Finnerin is one of the, the more talented coaches in, in in the state. So I think having him, uh, you know, sort of finding the the players, you know, the, to get the you know, Grace O'Garro came over from Maine South a couple of years ago. He's been she's been a phenomenal piece for that puzzle. There's a, it's one it's probably one of the best one two punches you'll see in Central Mass with those two players. But they also have like you know Serenity Ayala has been doing the job. Tenny Nunes, Ava Diggs. Uh, they've always they've been really competent pieces for the Naps. I think it'd be a tough out in the tournament. You know, uh, f- flipping right down the uh, the list, uh, Marlboro uh, out of the Midwatch checking in. I mean, twelve and one, just a, a great record uh, this season, and and just another team uh, that that has a star player, but is very deep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think uh, Marlboro's are been tested. They play good teams. You know, I think the Midwatch B is the top to bottom, one of the better girls basketball leagues in the and area. And I mentioned they have a star player. They actually have they have a couple of star. players. Players. I mean, you could probably go up and down the roster, but a couple of names to drop, Jim. Yeah, Lucy Capadonna. I think uh, she's been 
uh, really doing a lot, carrying the load for them. Leanne Widem is also another one. They're both averaging over 10 points a game for Marlboro. Yep. Uh, you know, Selena and Amari, and, you know, I think it's been doing a great job for them. That's, uh, again, we talked about these teams that have balanced rosters, and, and Marlboro plays a schedule where they need a different cut. They're 12 and 1 for a reason, and I think those three players are a big part of that. You know, we haven't, uh, we haven't talked um, much about Millbury this season, but, you know, it's a team that. That seems to, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem to always be there, but Millbury um, is always there when it comes to uh, comes to girls basketball playing out of the uh, the Swickle uh, C division, I believe. But there's hardly a C division team. Just load them up with Reno's, and then they'll be uh, they'll be the Woolies. We be a chance to <laughs> to compete. Like I said, every year they're in that they're in the, they're one of the best teams in Swickle, and they're always in that they're always in that threat to play it. In the state semifinals because they have right. a, they have a loaded team. Yeah, you mentioned Shannon Reno. I mean, Shannon uh, Reno, Reno, Kelsey Reno. I think they've been there. Shannon Reno has been you know twelve point eight point you know, leads the team. Alana Filippo, Morgan Cronin. I think uh, you know Kelsey Turner. What name we remember from soccer? I think she's you know she's had a phenomenal year for basketball as well. I think uh, you know it's 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 a it's a loaded roster for Millbury. So I think that they're going to be there at the end. Right. Uh, skipping right down the list, you know another team that. Uh, you know that we haven't really talked about. They've been uh, they've been you know checked in at number five I think for a couple of weeks here now is Neshoba. Uh, you know they've got a great player in Abby McNulty, but uh, she's not alone. No, Kaylee McMahon's right up there with her as far as uh, and Jillian Payne, also another player. They 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 have that roadblock with Marlboro uh, as far as being in the league, but that's that's a, you know iron sharpens iron type of thing. So I think. Uh, they get the right draw in the playoffs. They can be those three players are good. Are going to propel the Chieftains. Yeah, and uh, Groton Dunstable only another a, midwatch B team. Only a seven and six record, but I think I think as your conversation here has pointed out, you know, when the best play the best night in and night out, a seven and six record playing against yeah. that competition is pretty good. Exactly. I think that's I said. You know, going into the playoffs, they're going to be you know, Groton Dunstable seven and six, but they've played Marlboro twice. They'll play Neshoba twice. You know, and I think Westboro is better than a lot of people think they are. I think that's you know, it's it's a uh, it's you know the playing those teams twice a year is, is going to make that team better going into the playoffs because they've already had you know great talent especially when once those Eastern Mass teams come into Central Mass to play the quote unquote Central Tournament. Right. I think uh, you know they're going to see a lot of talented teams in the, in the playoffs and if they want to beat those guys they got to know what to take, what it takes to get there. Yeah, rounding out uh, Rich Garvin's Telegram uh, top ten um, on our home team site. You know St. Peter Marion. Uh, you know uh, they started out the season strong, still with a nine and two record. Uh, they've they've you know had a couple of different Feats, but you know, still having an outstanding season. Again, yeah, the, you know, they play. They'll play Holy Name twice. I think. I think. Uh, uh, but I think Frank Ferrer has done a great job with that program, getting it back on the feet. They lost a couple players to, to, to prep school, but they brought in some great players like Faith Green and Shirley Major, who are both averaging over twelve points a game. I think Faith has about fifteen, sixteen points a game. She's a phenomenal talent. I think. Uh, you know the Guardians could be a tough out. They're nine and two, and they've they've, they've played some good teams. So I think they they know what it takes. And you know, kind of finishing up with nine and ten in Rich's poll, nine ten Tasqua and uh, ten Quab and ten Tasqua still with only with only one loss all season. Yeah, Lydia Boland has done a great job just just you know powering that team. She's averaging almost seventeen points a game, which is among the leaders in Central Mass. Uh, Ainsley Way and Sophie Law, uh, Emerson Cherry, also also helping out for that for the Warriors. And they, they, like I said, they're they're tested, they're ready to go. I think you know, and, and a team like Quabbin who comes in, uh, they've been. I think they made the poll last two weeks at number ten. Uh, you know, they're just you know they play the Midwatch C. Ashley Layton is leading them with ten points a game. Uh, Helena Champagne, Julia Hamill, Olivia Fay. Also, very talented players, all averaging over seven points a game for the Panthers. You know, and uh, t- 
top to bottom, one through 10 in our poll, you know, all great teams. But like we talked about with the boys side, you know, there's some other uh, there's some other great players out there having outstanding seasons for teams, you know, like Maynard and Northbridge and Shrewsbury teams seem teams not in the poll that are uh, that have some players having great seasons. Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about you know, Hopedale, Brie Frangillo. She just she's over a thousand points did it last night. I think she's only a sophomore, which is phenomenal for the for the Blue Raiders having a player that young. Uh, you know, she's averaging twenty five at least Central Mass twenty five points a game. She's tough to stop. Uh, you know, it, it's something like that. If a player like that goes off in the playoffs, they, you know, the Blue Raiders can make a run. You know, you get teams like you know, Shrewsbury and I think Northbridge, you know, Maynard, Jordan Tucker is up there with third in Division One. Uh, Gabby Soder from David Prouty's in fifth. Yeah, and, and I think and the Panthers have had some down years. I think they're really back on their feet. They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, you know Notre Dame, Hannah Marzo has you know having a uh, yeah having a great season. You know, new coach for the Rebels with Bogey gone, and uh, they haven't missed a beat. Marzo has been doing you know seventeen points a game for them. I think that's. Uh, you know, the Rebels, another one. You know, we talk about the Central Mass Conference. They're playing St. Peter Marion twice. They're playing Holy Name twice. It's tough to get some wins when you're rebuilding, but she's putting the ball in the hoop. That is quite a sprint for girls basketball, Jim. Uh, let's take a uh, let's just take a quick breather uh, and come back and talk a little uh, talk a little hockey. Let's do it. Home team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette on Telegram.com and at TG Sports. All right, Jim, we're back talking a little uh, talking a little boys hockey. We've broken down the uh, broken down the boys basketball, girls basketball. So now it's uh, time to turn our attention to the uh, to the hockey pole. Your time to shine. Yeah, a little. Uh, <laughs> You know, we, we we seem to talk about the same teams every week, uh, but these teams are having a great season. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Chris's poll has uh, has changed as far as the teams involved the last couple of weeks, but uh, there was some shifting now. I think you had uh, you know Marlboro, uh, Marlboro and Hudson leapfrogged each other, uh, so Hudson's down to number three spot. But I think I think if I look back at two weeks ago, though Hudson was probably third too. So that shows how. How the solid teams are as far as last, you know been doing the last couple weeks. Watch shoes is number one again. Uh, they're they entered the week ten one and two. They just had a big win over Auburn, uh, Skagland and Gardner. They just have the, that team running on all cylinders. I mean they're just uh, they're up there with the division three uh, division one teams like in St. John's and uh, St. Uh, Shrewsbury as far as comp- competition level. Yeah, I mean you look at Watch shoes. It obviously Matt Lane's done a great job. They've got a lot of kids to choose from. They've really built up that program. Um, but you're right. I mean, they played. They played a. You know. I mean, they played in. In anybody could win game against Shrewsbury, a one goal game, and right. then Shrewsbury goes out and loses to St. John's by a goal. And Shrewsbury is just, you know, kind of, you know, they've have made the transition to Division One. They're just Very having. Well. A, they're having a great season. Um, maybe not playing the level of competition that St. John's is playing, and I think the records reflect that. But take nothing away from Shrewsbury. Um, Made the transition, excelling, doing everything that they thought they would be doing. Terry Virtue's done a great job, yeah. and here I am talking. And you know, like what choose it to my point. Um, they can play with any of those teams. No, exactly. I think I think when they use the mental Shrewsbury for a lot when they moved the Division One, a lot of people were saying they missed their window because that team they had the year before was like the state championship team, and they were loaded. They would have competed well at Division One, and it, so you know they had to reset themselves a little bit. But now they're they're back to, uh, on their feet in Division One, Division One, playing a really good schedule, doing really well. And uh, for Wachusett, to, to, like you mentioned earlier, they they played the, they played Shrewsbury to a one goal game, and having that. Uh, that just you know rises their tides as far as where the you know, the office and now they play that that level 
going against Hudson for a big game, they're not as you know as uh, you know on edge because they know they can compete with the best in the, the best in the state. Absolutely. So you know, talk about we've talked about what shoes that we've talked about. You know, Shrewsbury. Talk about uh, some of the other teams in in Chris Kine's poll. Yeah, Northbridge. I, I think you know over the years in the poll, people are like oh, Division Three A doesn't you know have a chance. But I think Northbridge, they've been a solid number two all year. Uh, you know, Liam Gill and Alex Smith have have done a great job finding that for the, these guys. Uh, the Rams are Division Three A champions last year. They belong in this conversation. They're they're they can compete with anybody in Division Three on any given night. They're eleven and one. They're doing really well against their their schedule. I think they're going to be they're going to be another another threat to skate skate for another title. Yeah, and, and Chris Kine wrote a uh, I think he wrote a column about them last week and mentioned I think uh, talking. Um, you know, talking about um, not only some of their top players, but the depth that yes. they have in their roster. That co-op is really paying off for them. You know, they have, you know get a lot of players from Sutton and play two schools in that area. I think that's helped. Uh, uh, you know, like you said, the depth. You know, getting Gill from juniors coming back last year. I think that really helped. It showed that uh, they can compete at elite level, and they get you know it's it's for for players that are, that are on the fence to where to play. I think you know going to Northbridge and, and getting a lot of ice time that's showing their 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 skill level. I think that that does a lot for the Rams. Yeah, and uh, you know you mentioned Hudson uh, moving up in Chris's poll. Uh, you know he rewarded them for a great week, uh, moving from number four to number three. Uh, uh, Nanardowich is uh, has, has them playing good hockey, um, and he always seems to have them playing good hockey yeah. at this time of the year. Yeah, Nartz is, is going to have that team. Like is it, I don't care how many people they graduate, uh, Nartz and his staff are going to have that team ready and another playoff contender. And we were talking about some of the some of the best players that we've seen this year, and I, I think everybody would agree that uh, Matt Lombardi is one of the top players in Central Mass. Yeah, Lombardi, he's leading. He's leading with well, 15 points. I think he has nine or ten goals this year for him. He's just a uh, you know player you don't mark every time he comes over the dashboards. You want to know where he is and what's he going to do with the puck. Uh, Cam Bauer is another guy that's been 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 doing real well, balanced score, balanced scoring for him. Michael Malley, uh, they have a great goalie in Kyle Gonzalez. I think uh, I think they're going to be you know. They, they, you know, they're they seven three and two going into the week. I think they're 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 a tournament favorite. And Marlboro, a team that not many te- uh not many people um you know thought much of in the preseason, but it's it's probably because they didn't know much about Marlboro, and uh, they've got a uh, they've got a real good thing going. Yeah, I think I, I think what the, the, the Casey come back, Kyle Casey come back, back in juniors form. I think he's uh, you know, been Marcus Christopheles, and I think he's been doing a great job carrying the scoring load for the Panthers. Uh, you know Kyle Carroll, another guy. You know, you know five goals, six assists for. I gotta, I gotta give you credit, Jim. Saying that name without any practice. You like that? See, I'm, I'm a, I, I take a lot. Of, I'm on the desk a lot more, but I, I, I still know, know some of the guys. So it's it's. Uh, I think I think the Panthers. You know, like I said, they they're another team with the schedule they play. Their record might not be as indicative of how good they are, but they're tested. I think they're ready to go for the playoffs. I think they're you know the top four. You know, top four schools in the poll are are, are going to be. It's going to be make for a fun tournament. Yeah, in in Worcester, uh, had a tough loss the other night. A couple of tough losses. Um, you know, to uh, they they fell to Northbridge, and then um, and then actually uh, forget who they lost to after that. But still, at seven four and one, they've had a uh, they've had a good run. Yeah, uh, oh, and yeah. Uh, they've got some. You know, they've got an outstanding goalie and uh, and some uh, some outstanding players. Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of people were looking at them a couple of years ago as when they made that run to the tournament as being a flash in the pan type of thing. But you know, uh, Vaughn has that team. Mike Vaughn has that team ready to go. As a uh, you know, again another team that took advantage of their co ops. Yeah. I think they get you know teams like Leicester and you know they're giving some good talent. 
I think, uh, you know, David Brissett, Luke Evers. Yeah, Brissett, uh, you know, he's been a good player for, for many years. And uh, and Luke, only a sophomore, but kind of coming in, coming into his own this year. But, you know, I think for Worcester, um, you know, I think, you know, talking to Chris Hine and yourself off air, I mean, it really starts from the uh, starts from the net out with them. They've got a they've got a great goalie. Yeah, you were talking over the break, you were talking about Josh Lemieux quite a bit as far as one of the best goalies in Central Mass. I think that speaks a lot because I know you see a lot of guys on the ice this this, this uh, winter and uh, having having him in the net gives him a chance to win every every game. Absolutely. So you know, kind of shifting uh, shifting gears. We don't we don't talk girls hockey too much, but uh, you know, the last couple of years it's just been the Delaney Kucha show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, I mean, St. Peter Mary and Algonquin. You know, um, you know, Auburn. There's a lot of girls hockey out there. Maybe they don't get the recognition they should. But just talk about some of the uh, talk about some of the players. Um, you know that have uh, you know shown up in the standings and and that people seem to be talking about. Yeah, I mean St. Peter Marion has, has been has done a great tr- transition in that program. I think uh, they're getting some some great players now. Like you said earlier, it's it, for years it's been Shrewsbury and Delaney Kucher and how many points a game she's going to get. I mean, Shrewsbury, they they're not uh, and Shrewsbury Algonquin's another team, but uh, Shrewsbury still a lot of great players oh, on that geez. team. I mean Shrewsbury hasn't lost a step. I mean I, I don't think I mean they were so talented. I think that was always a knock on Shrewsbury. Everybody's like you know, if if you don't pay attention, you think they're just Delaney Kucher and how many you know give the puck to her. They've always been a really deep team, and I think uh, that that show they haven't lost a step this year. They're still one of the top teams in in in, uh, in Central Mass as far as uh, if not the state as far as girls hockey. Uh, Grace Felicio is is, is is picked up the scoring punch. She has twenty three points. Uh, Casey Ryder, Olivia Swalinski, Manny Merva, they're right up there. They're all averaging over 10 points a game for Shrewsbury. They're, they're going to be just as much of a tough out as they were with with Kucher with or not. And she's doing well, well at Providence College. So hey, Yeah, you mentioned, uh, I think you mentioned uh, Emily Hammond from, yeah. from St. Peter Marion. Uh, but, you know, Algonquin's got a couple of players to watch, Amy too. Glashing, she, I think I mean, she, she's, she seems like she's like a seventh-year senior, right? I mean, yeah. it seems like we've been talking about Amy for a long time. I believe time. she just took over the school scoring record last night. I mean, uh, Karen O'Connell, I think, had, surpassed a career points milestone as well. So I think, uh, you know, that one-two punch for them, I, I think, has been really great. So, uh, you know, the, the Tomahawks are, are, you know, with that Hudson co-op, I think, have been doing great things. I think it's, it just shows how well... Uh, you know, Central Mass has been doing in girls hockey. I think it's not so much a novelty thing anymore. But these girls can compete; they're going to win playoff games. Awesome! That's a uh, that is a uh, that is Central Mass high school sports. Robust. Uh, it, that is uh, ripping out a bunch of uh, teams, top tens, players to watch. Uh, we do it every week. Uh, Jim Wilson, uh, sports editor of the Telegram and Gazette, Telegram.com. Uh, thanks as always. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. You've been listening to Home Team, where reporters and editors go from behind the keyboard to in front of the mic to talk high school sports in central Massachusetts. Home Team, a podcast from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette.